today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM, FPM3 Marketing, and Vacuuman, who sponsored this great program, uh, is with us once again. Hope you had a good week, Adam. You know what? I had a great week, Bill. I can tell you, January has just been like pulling along. It's it's funny. I was talking with Alicia, your producer, and we were both agreeing. It just seems like Jan- this has been the longest January. I think there's 60 days in January, but I'm so glad that it's coming to a, to a full close very, very shortly. So other than that, the week was good. I actually had a decent week, Bill. Good. Yeah. And I feel the same way. I, I, you know, got up this morning. I thought it was like January 34th or something. And it's just, it goes on and on and on. And there's something psychological about turning the calendar. Uh, and this has been, exactly. I guess it's gets up and so cold anyway. And, and, and again, nobody's been able to do much of anything. You can't go anywhere. So I think hopefully better days ahead in February. Uh, here's what I got thinking about the other day. And, and I wanted you to talk about this. Uh, and it's going to sound silly, but flying cars. And, and I'm yeah. just thinking when you and I were kids, uh, you know, we used to watch, you'd watch things like the Jetsons, the cartoon that was on at the time, you know, the, they're supposed to be a futuristic family flying all over the place. And remember Back to the Future, they're flying cars. And we figure, boy, and, and, you know, when we grow up, everybody's going to be flying these things. It's going to be great. Uh, we're not there yet uh, with the flying cars, but uh, that doesn't mean people haven't given up on the idea. What's What's the latest on this? It is actually one of the biggest pushes right now in technology. And when we spoke on Tech Talk a week back at the CES show, they talked a lot about computers and cars. And there wasn't really any flying cars when we were talking uh, about all the latest tech that was announced. However, Bill, I mean, there's always been speculation of prototypes and, you know, and there's types of flying cars. So, you know, the ones we saw from, you know, Back to the Future, where they've got sky lanes and everyone's zooming along and flying and everyone just probably has just a stand service Ontario driver's license. Um, The ones that are reality is that in uh, this year in Slovakia, they actually got a full certification. Um, A vehicle flying car has actually got its certificate because they they get licenses to prototype. Now, Mm -hmm. once it's certified, this can actually become a, a produced model which means the product can actually be available to be uh, created and, and, and purchased and people can actually own this. So the car has a BMW engine. It runs still on petroleum fuel. We talk about electric vehicles and we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but it takes about two minutes and 15 seconds to turn it into an aircraft. It was pretty phenomenal. It, it looks like a sports car. I mean, it looks like a standard European car um, and it's got two seats and, and the wings will fold up and out. It's got propellers uh, that that thrust it like an airplane, not like a helicopter. It's got a, a, a takeoff uh, that actually you've got to go on a runway. It needs a, it needs clearance. It's not like you're going to drive down the 407 and, you know, give her and try to take off before the next <laughs> uh, overpass. But uh, it's got uh, the whole concept behind it is that we are leading into the fact that this is existing. And, and Boeing was actually announcing as well when this certification just got awarded that uh, the airline business, when it comes to vehicles, Bill, is is huge. I mean, they the announcement this this past week with Boeing alone was 450 million, which they're going to be supporting a company out of California, which actually was started by uh, Larry Page, who is the co-founder of Google. And it's it, I don't think we have to be worried about oh God, well now you know I got to get another license, and you can't imagine how many students at the age of 16 are trying to you know try to get a driver's license, let alone an air license. So you need to be a pilot 
to be able to actually uh, get this. This is still, you can buy the car, but you need a fully licensed uh, airline uh, license to be able to fly this. But um, again, it folds in and it's probably the size of a small little transit vehicle. So, you know, when you see those work trucks driving mm-hmm. around, when it's all folded up, um, the reality is, is it's it's not this big bulky vehicle driving everywhere. It's probably the size of a van. So um, the, the, the fact of the matter is the year's 2022 bill, we have a certified flying car and the future though will be autonomous air taxis, which will probably be, you'll be able to get a, a car, uh, probably if you don't have your license, you'll be able to get somebody with a license to be able to fly with you and go. So it's here, Bill. This is not this is not speculation. This actually exists. Okay, so it's not the Jetsons or it's not Back to the Future. But listen, you're, you're a, a James Bond aficionado. I mean, you know you know more about James Bond than Daniel Craig does. Didn't Bond, <laughs> didn't Bond have a vehicle like this in one of the movies? I think it's going back. Maybe it was the Sean Connery Bond. I'm not sure. That Q, it was like a, a car that turned into an airplane. Well, it was more like a helicopter, actually. And, okay. And, there was right. a, and Russia with love, actually, is the one yeah, you're okay. talking there about. You go. And uh, and it was really comical. They came in with suitcases, and then they pulled yeah. it all apart and put it together. And he had this one propeller, and he kind of. It, but it was sort of like a a, a helicopter with a little, uh, you know, I want to say a little pod, and he flew around in it, right? But yeah, it it, it has. It's funny you bring that up. It is like a Bond kind of concept, where it doesn't come with missiles or, uh, you know, uh, machine guns or anything. Like oh, well, that. forget it. it then, will. Yeah. I don't know. Let, let's not even go there. Maybe they will. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, interesting stuff. And uh, there you go. Here's some modern science and tech. And, you know, once again, copying James Bond stuff. These guys are visionaries. Uh, Thor Industries has come out. We're heading in. It is going to get nicer and people are going to start traveling again pretty soon. Uh, And everybody's going to uh, electric vehicles these days. Why not an RV camper that's going to be electric? Well, this is actually two announcements. The RV camper, fully electric. And I mean, these things are like amazing, Bill. I mean, I'm not an RV guy. Michelle and I went for a, a, a road trip once and I, I rented an RV and we went out east. And and I can tell you, I, I really have a lot of respect for truck drivers, um, you know, big transport truck drivers, because, man, it was the most nerve wracking, stressful moment. But they come with a lot more future uh, elements that are amazing that they're that they're able to uh, uh, what they're coming out with for it, for that matter. But the one that was really exciting is these RVs, uh, fully electric, uh, are, are not officially coming are available, but Thor Industries has come up with a trailer. Now, this is pretty, if anyone's pulled a trailer, you've been there before. You've got this kind of loose, heavy uh, equipment behind your vehicle. You're driving down the highway and the wind catches it and it kind of kind of moves and you're fighting with it. It's like you're dragging you know, bags of weight behind your vehicle. Anyway, this new innovation in the trailer, though, is fully electric, self-powered, meaning the tires in the trailer will now be able to be modified to work with the vehicle. So it can measure and, and calculate how the wind resistance, the road conditions, the trailer will allow to not be its own drag behind the vehicle. So in addition to that, um, the trailer that I'm referring to, not the RV, but the trailer actually will self-park. And what that wow. means is imagine you're pulling a trailer, you get into the woods and you're like, okay, we got to kind of move the truck around and back it in and oh, watch out for the tree or, you know, don't drive over the fire pit. This actually lets you get out of the vehicle, unhitch the trailer, and you'll be able to control it, moving it back and forth. If you want to get right into the woods, you'll be able to move the trailer electronically with your smartphone and drive it and park it perfectly in a spot 
that you would never get a vehicle into. So um, Thor Industries is one of the leaders when it comes to this, but the, uh, the, the reality is there's two elements. One is a trailer behind you, no longer uh, becoming a, a, a concern for driver safety. And also when you get to that environment where you want to park, you just get out, put, uh, detach your trailer, hook up the smart app, and just start parking that puppy anywhere you like it. Excellent stuff. Google, let's talk about this. I, I know one of the biggest frustrations when you're dealing with stuff like this is sometimes you figure, hey, Google, pay attention. Uh, they don't pay attention because uh, they're off doing their own thing. Uh, they've made some modifications to this now, haven't they? Well, yeah, one of the things, and I am a voice assistant affectionado, first of all, Bill. This, the, like, if there's one title, it, it should be a Wikipedia, a voice assistant expert, and my face should be on it. I've got Alexas, I've got Googles, and I mean, just by me saying that, everyone's Googles and Alexas are going off right now. And this feature they just upgraded with the smart assistants is that when you talk to your, your, your Google device, you do ask it a question. Sometimes, it's just, you just want a simple answer, right, Bill? Like, you just want to know, is it going to rain tonight? And if you say, hey, Google, is it going to rain tonight? It starts telling you the weather from five o'clock to 11. It says it's going to be a condition of wind uh, velocities, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, okay, I got my answer. This new feature in Smart Assistance allows you to shush and tell Google to stop. So you, once you get your answer, which you don't have to listen to a full Wikipedia of what the weather is going to be like, you can now instantly stop your Google Assistant from describing uh, more than what you may want to know. So it's great that Google wants to give you this kind of information, but it's also a fact you don't have to repeat it. So you don't have to say, hey, Google, ask it a question and then go, okay, okay, hey, Google, stop or hey, Google, cancel. Uh, this just, you get the answer and then you can tell it, okay, stop. And it will end the conversation. We'll stop discussing or bragging or blabbing about whatever it is that you didn't want to hear about. This is uh, Tech Talk out of Oldfield uh, on the Bill Kelly Show. Uh, I'm talking about hacking because we did the hack of the week and all this other stuff. The UK is actually being kind of proactive about this now, aren't they? Well, you know, it, it actually made me laugh, Bill, because when I was a kid, we used to see like, you know, uh, Scruff McGruff come in and talk about forest fires, which was this <laughs> animated puppy dog talking about, you got to be safe or remember the Pete the Bear and all that. Anyway, the UK, this is the world we're in now. The United, the United Kingdom's National Crime Agency, the biggest concern they have is today's youth is being enticed into the cyber crime world. So um, they're at the age of nine is when they're actually catching children and they're, you know, they're just adventurous. They're not necessarily trying to be malicious in what they're doing, but you know, it's almost like a challenge to them. So the UK national crime agency has embarked on an education program in the schools that explain a denial of service, a DDOS, or in this case, a, uh, uh, a potential hacking environment will be, uh, uh, you know, could be a, a, a you will be doing a crime, <laughs> you know. So uh, instead of a an animated puppy dog saying, "Hey, don't steal," you're now getting, "Hey, don't go building programs and hacking into the National Security Agency." That's that's this is our this is the way it's going at such a young age. It is, uh, and so many children are learning programming at such a tender age that they're starting younger now to start teaching them hacking is not a good career choice. It is not something you should try. You shouldn't smoke. You shouldn't do drugs and you shouldn't hack. Those are pretty much the premises behind the UK education system, Bill. There you go. Parenting in a, in a nutshell for you there. Uh, <laughs> one of the other things I wanted to ask you about, uh, because we've had so much concentration by governments, by the major car makers about electronic vehicles, and pretty clearly now that's that's going to be the future. 
And a lot of folks, Adam, figure, well, that means that this is the end of the combustion engine. Not necessarily from what you've been telling us. Yeah, this is, you know, we're, there's such a push for electric, Bill, and everyone keeps talking about this, you know, we need electric, we need electric. And, and the idea, as you say, combustion engine is got this kind of fable of it's creating uh, uh, emissions, which are, you know, a concern, um, which is obviously a, a climate change and everything else. But a company called Astrian Engineers has been able to develop an internal combustion engine that operates at zero emissions. Now, the question then begs itself is petroleum fuel refining and all that is that you know climate change impacted that's another topic for discussion bill but if you're paying attention to what the liberals have done in canada and as well everyone in the world has been pushing to get to a zero emission accord they're trying to get into that not a get rid of a combustion engine accord but this is something that is really important and why i share this bill is that you know we're as this push for electric vehicles and the timing to do so is that it's a rotary engine they developed and what that means is that it, it more or less takes the, the fuel, the petroleum fuel, and it more or less burns it and, and creates a power that allows it to not generate any kind of a uh, emission, zero for that matter. So uh, when one of the areas that is really a struggle is going to be airplanes, jets are not necessarily capable of going. I mean, we can't even get a Tesla to go 350 kilometers. And there's rumors of obviously development, but um, again, electric planes are heavy. So it means it's going to draw a lot of power and otherwise. So that said, here we are in this position of where we see a zero emission uh, uh, airplane for that matter is going to be coming out. And this means that it could be cleaner. It will be environmentally friendly and we cannot fear of our plane dropping out of the sky because we ran out of battery on the way to England. Yikes. Yeah. Well, that's always one of the concerns about battery life and just how far you're going to be able to go. So clearly, well, it's kind of a hybrid situation, but I'm glad they're, they're still going down this road. Uh, always talk about security. We were just talking about hacking a second ago. Uh, Google is stepping up uh, with some of their security measures. What's going on there? Oh, man, I'll tell you, Bill, I had a personal experience of this. But I mean, Google has made a comment that we are going to be and this is something which we all talked about in the past. You subscribe to Google, you use it for your email, you use it for your files, you upload your photos, you upload your con your life is in Google. You've uploaded your you've scanned photos from when you were a child. Well, Part of their terms and conditions is that anything spam, sexual explicit, hate speech, harassment, bullying, threats, general. So if you make a document or upload a poster or something to that effect, Google artificial intelligence has the right in the new terms and conditions to, to crawl your files. And should it violate, and this list is too long to say on radio, Bill, but if it violates it, they will shut off and lock your access to your files and so forth. So uh, I'll give you an example of my situation. You know, I got some baby photos. I don't know what it was in the 70s, but my mom and my dad sure liked to have photos of young babies and uh, not necessarily clothed 100%. Well, sure enough, that looks like it could be child pornography, except it's me. So anyway, uh, one of those situations could be it th threw a warning into the equation and you're thinking to yourself, well, these are private. I'm not publicly posting this, but Google will look at certain circumstances and you can put in a petition and I was able to overcome that. But I'm just making a point, Bill. You may one day try to sign in. And if you upload personal documents, you might have done, uh, you know, a Holocaust, uh, uh, you know, essay back in 2018. Um, if Google reads that and feels it's hate speech, you could be locked out of your account. They're getting very, very strict is the bottom line. 
Uh, we've got a couple of minutes left here. I want to jump in here with uh, the Canadian Border Patrol story because that's pretty interesting stuff because we are going to start traveling again, apparently. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, they've actually come out and made a comment that because of COVID, they always have these elements of trying to ex expedite the, the crossing. You arrive at the airport, you cross the border, yeah. the, you know, the, to speed up the if you're a Canadian citizen, you've got your declaration. They were coming out with certain elements that we needed to get through. Well, they've obviously come up with a lot more advanced pieces to that due to COVID, but they're about to roll out some other really in into integrated systems um, that is going to, I, I have a question for this bill because truthfully it, it kind of makes you scratch your head. It's so convenient. And, and Michelle and I, you know, we're, we're, we're also getting excited about baby traveling, but you're sure. going to come in and it is quicker, but what information are you giving? Well, this stuff is linked to your smartphone, the app that uh, the arrive can, which you, you have to have when you fill in and you arrive right now, um, it, you declare your information, you put your details in it, but it's going to have biological access to your obviously records. Part of the reason of its expediting is that when you cross the border, they say, do you have anything to declare? How long were you gone? Uh, where did you go sometimes? And you know, and you give the answer, I've gone five, 58 hours, uh, I didn't buy anything. Well, this information is great because you know, obviously it's convenient, it's quick. However, uh, the future of our new border patrol is going to give the example of knowing where you were, Bill. Let me give you an example. You're sitting across the border, you submit your arrive can, I'm driving up and they say, uh, do you have anything to declare? How long were you gone? I was gone three hours and I have nothing to declare. They'll be able to see based on the information, they'll have access to your smartphone. Number one, that Google Maps says you went to the liquor store. B, I can see Google Pay, you bought around $50 and it looks like you were there for less than 45 minutes. So just keep that in mind when we say, look how convenient it is. Just yeah. know you're giving these kind of permissions to the Canadian Border Patrol when you cross over. So uh, you should always be honest, Bill. Let's be clear on that. But your phone will not let you lie. Let's just go. Exactly. Let's just say that. The phone don't lie. That's it. Uh, we got to wrap it up. Uh, time for uh, sorry, uh, pack it in here because there's so much more we'll talk about. But we'll have to do this again next Friday. Uh, have a great week, Adam. Thanks so much for this. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135. Brought to you by Vacuuman. Uh, next Friday, Adam. Have a good week. Thanks, Bill. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.